Well, good morning and welcome to our service from the Burnham Benefice for this Sunday, the 8th of August, which is the 10th Sunday after Trinity. Our service will begin with some introductory music. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, The first commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is this, Love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven and to bring us to eternal life. Let us confess our sins in penitence and in faith, firmly resolve to keep God's commandments and to live in love and in peace with all. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. 
for you will lay another Holy One. You will lay another Lord. You will lay another Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And so the collect for the tenth Sunday after Trinity. Let your merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of your humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions, make them to ask such things as shall please you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our first reading is taken from the first book of Kings, chapter 19. Elijah went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a solitary broom tree. He asked that he might die. It is enough now. Lord, take away my life, for I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the broom tree and fell asleep. Suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Get up and eat. He looked, and there at his head was a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. He ate and drank and lay down again. The angel of the Lord came a second time, touched him and said, Get up and eat, otherwise the journey will be too much for you. He got up and ate and drank, and he went in the strength of that food for forty days and forty nights to Horeb, the Mount of God. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading is taken from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. Putting away falsehood, let all of us speak the truth to our neighbours, for we are members of one another. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and do not make room for the devil. Thieves must give up stealing. Rather, let them labour and work honestly with their own hands, so as to have something to share with the needy. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only what is useful for building up, as there is need, so that your words may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with which you are marked with a seal for the day of redemption. Put away from you all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander, together with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ has forgiven you. Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and live in love, as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. This is the word of the Lord.
Oh, you see, you fucking little useless bastard, aren't you? Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. And our Gospel is taken from John's Gospel beginning in chapter 6 at verse 35. Jesus said to the crowd, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Then the Jews began to complain about him because he had said that I am the bread that came down from heaven. They were saying, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, Do not complain among yourselves. No one can come to me unless drawn by the Father who sent me, and I will raise that person up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, a friend I had was a little bit like today's passage from the Old Testament. They too would start a story in the middle, expecting you somehow to be familiar with the preceding chapters of their lives, and you'll be able to pick up where they were right then, without introduction. This week's reading from the first book of Kings does not even begin at verse 1 of chapter 19. So, some background. Elijah is the greatest of the Old Testament prophets, and certainly the most dramatic. Just before this chapter begins, he has been triumphant in a confrontation with the prophets of Baal. Perhaps you remember the story. Elijah is the only remaining prophet of Yahweh, yet he challenges the 450 prophets of Baal to an Olympic-style competition at Mount Carmel. Two bulls are killed, prepared for sacrifice, and are placed on a wooden pyre, one each. The prophets of Baal call upon their god to send down fire, but nothing happens. Elijah digs a trench around his altar and pours copious amounts of water on the pieces of bull, of wood, the altar itself, and into the trenches. Elijah calls on the Lord, the fire descends, and, we read, burned up the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, and the soil, and also licked up the water in the trenches. Now, all this is done in front of the people, and indeed King Ahab. Elijah commands them to slaughter the prophets of Baal. Ahab tells his consort Jezebel of the events as they took place, and she sends a message to say that in revenge she will kill Elijah. 
So for this reason, Elijah flees to the safety of the wilderness in Judah. But why, we ask, is he so depressed? Sitting down under a solitary broom tree and wishing to die. As I said, he has been, with the Lord's help of course, triumphant over his enemies. Did he perhaps imagine that Israel would relent, truly acknowledge the one God, bring him to court, offer prophetic advice, turn from their wickedness? Or is he exhausted by the efforts of his ministry, feeling alone and hopeless? Perhaps it is after a high that we feel most low. For me, one of the most low moments of lockdown came in the days after my children had been to visit. I'd thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'd certainly been on a high. But then they'd gone home, leaving me the solitary one once more in the rectory. Elijah lies down to sleep. Doesn't care if he wakes up at all. The story is, of course, about God being there. It's so easy to forget this in our world of self-sufficiency, of medicines, operations, drugs, interventions. But look how gentle this story reads. An angel touched him and said to him, Get up and eat. He looked, and there was a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. After all that fire and destruction came this quietness. God let Elijah rest. And then he offered him simple nourishment for body and soul. At the end of his tether, God was there for Elijah in the quiet of the night. When Elijah was convinced of how alone he was, how impossible his mission, even after that extraordinary demonstration of God's power, they would still not listen to me, he was thinking. And then, in the whisper of an angel, he is renewed. Amen. Let us affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And so let us pray. Lord of Arve, we bring your church in the world before you, especially the church in this diocese. 
We pray particularly for our bishops Graham, Alan and Jane, and for our archdeacon Ian. Keep them safe. Continue to open their hearts and minds each day to the wonder of your love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we pray fervently for Afghanistan, a country riven by racial and theological divides. We ask your blessing on the ordinary citizens, thinking especially of women and children whose lives have been permanently disrupted by war in that country and whose lives are unimaginable to us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we thank you for the morale-enhancing Olympic Games, for the athletes from all over the world, for their examples of determination and training, for persistent creativity, and in the mutual respect that they show towards one another. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, who calmed the storm, who knows the dangers of the sea, Help us to play our part in keeping our visitors safe. Let us share our knowledge of local hazards, things unfamiliar to others. Let us share it gently and yet firmly. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we do pray for all those we know who are ill, including in our thoughts uh, those who are not known to us but who are known to you. In this benefit, we pray particularly now for John Lumley, for John Crombie, and also for Mike Tapper. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord in heaven, we thank you for those who we love, but who we no longer see, who have died before us. We thank you that you have given us promises, and we ask you to Help those become certainties in our hearts and minds that they are safe and at peace and at rest with you. And today we pray particularly for the friends and family of Monica Escalante, whose funeral will be next week uh, in St Nicholas Wells. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father in heaven, we bring to you those who choose a life dedicated to prayer in places of retreat for their faithful witness and their ever concern for your world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we conclude our prayers with the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen.
So we come to our blessing. May the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. Thank mm-hmm. you.